Hello, and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television show The Littlest Hobo, where myself, Katie, and my friend Stefan watch every episode, and then we talk about them. How you doing, Stefan? I'm doing okay. How are you? <laughs> I uh, Welcome back. It's I know it hasn't been long for our audience, but it has been very long for us. It has been quite a while for us. Yes, we uh, did a big run of a bunch of them at once, and then didn't see each other for like a month. <laughs> Yeah, and we're not seeing each other now, technically. We're, <laughs> Tec- we're in separate separate houses, separate we're rooms. Back in lockdown. This is our life now. We just have to get used yep. to it. <laughs> you just got to you got to roll with them. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes they're big and sometimes they're just small changes. <laughs> that was a beautiful segue into this <laughs> week's <you>. episode. <laughs> Little Stopo season 6, episode 14, Small Change. <laughs> Which is also a really <laughs> dumb name for this episode but whatever <laughs> yeah it doesn't it's not really relevant at, at all. all no uh, they should have called it mime time <laughs> Ooh, that would have been good uh yeah i'm trying to think of something better too, but no that's good <laughs> too mime too furious oh also good <laughs> you're too good at this i'm just gonna let you keep going <laughs> how about mime girl mime girl that is also yeah. excellent uh, they could sing the song over the credits. Mime girl, mime girl. It'll be like those credits where everyone just suddenly breaks into a song and dance, even though it's not a musical movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just for some reason at I'd the like end. that. Or like at the end of the credits of, uh, I can't remember the name of the show, but it's Leslie Nielsen where everyone would freeze. Do you ever see that? They'd always freeze at the end, but they'd actually just, it, like normally you'd freeze the plate, like you'd freeze the shot, but pe- the people would just literally freeze. And then Leslie Nielsen would like walk around and be like, what the? What's going on? Like, no. no, I'll send it to you. It's really good. <laughs> I'd like that amazing. to happen at the yes. end of this episode. Everyone like freezes and then like the hobo <laughs> just starts like sniffing people. He's like, are you, are you guys okay? Uh, what, what's going on, man? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just one of those TikTok challenges. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys, are you guys going to do the Harlem shake? Yeah. I feel like we're about eight years too late on this. <laughs> no, no. It's going to come back around now. <laughs> Technically, it's like 1984, so they're like 25 years early. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Those crazy TikTok children. <laughs> and, tech- and, we, and, you know, to be fair, we did see the littlest hobo do the Harlem shake <laughs> in that episode where he got botulism. He, he did it well, but it was hard to watch <laughs> we should make that a meme we should have, we should throw that on tiktok we should throw that on tiktok we'll open our own littlest hobo tiktok <laughs> i'm pretty sure there's probably not a lot of hobo tiktok so we know really niche market we could really corner <laughs> yeah i'm in let's do it all right what else are we doing I, we, i've got time to learn how to use tiktok so <laughs> let me get on that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay so the synopsis for this week's episode if you didn't already know involves a mime but also a deaf boy who help hobo prevent a robbery <laughs> and it first aired february 7th 1985 all right ready to dive into this episode you betcha all right so we start with a guy who's like digging through a bunch of trash find out he's looking for bottles there's a truck that is like backing up, like a giant truck. It's he's like gonna a be dump, smushed. It's like a, oh yeah, he's 100% gonna be smushed. <laughs> like, if he gets hit by that, he's dead. There's no question. But he's oblivious. He's just like digging away. Hobo's watching him, like, what the f, man? Like, move. The truck is beeping. Also, the man driving the truck clearly did not do a good job of like checking. He's got side mirrors. Right? Why is he not looking at the side <laughs> mirrors? He should be able to see this kid very easily. <laughs> he's not like right behind the truck. He's like 
by the wheel of the truck anyways well even then he's back again he's gonna see the kid it's not like the the kid ran out of nowhere it's not like he dived down from the side of a building like batman he grappled down to pick up a pepsi bottle out of this garbage bin exactly already this episode makes no sense but whatever we're going with it hobo saves the kid he like pulls him away the kid falls realizes there's the truck that was about to crush him and is like oh crap that would have sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the show tries to do like the stylistic thing to let us know that this kid is deaf. His name is Terry, by the way, um, mm-hmm. because all of a sudden the sound changes to this weird high pitched like synth sound, which I think is supposed to indicate what he's hearing or not hearing or the fact that he just can't hear in general is weird. Yeah, it's. <laughs> It, it's a trope for, for film and TV. They do it all the time, right? Usually yeah. um, you hear it most when bombs go off or yeah. gunshots mm-hmm. and you get that high-pitched, awful sound that comes through this. I've used it before in a film. <laughs> it's I, it's a terrible trope. I shouldn't have used it. Um, I mean, it gets the point it, across. Like, I, we knew he was deaf, so. Yep. <laughs> it was- yeah, it's true. It, it's true. It's just unpleasant on the ears. It is unpleasant on the ears. And the choice they made is more synth than like high-pitched like yeah. noise yeah <laughs> it's like the guy who did all the music for dragon slayer sent them a bunch of pitches as well yeah. he's like if i got an extra two bucks if i hold down this this e flat for like three seconds yeah and then they could loop it here you go guys it's my masterpiece there you go there you go yeah it's just it's the same song as dragon slayer but slowed down 500 times it'll be like that guy who composed that symphony that's entirely silent and then performed it Ooh. <laughs> I know, like he got an actual symphony to perform his silent symphony. <laughs> he got paid for that. <laughs> was were they like they brought their instruments? Do you think yeah. any of them had like secretly had just a beer sitting behind like their the like, they the guy's got like his clarinet, but at the bottom it's a tall boy just jammed in the bottom, and he's hoping no one will notice if he holds it close enough to his knees. Right, he's got a really long straw going down to it. Oh, it's just going right through the, the clarinet. clarinet. It's a beater. He doesn't care. <laughs> That would be amazing. Yes. Yeah. Let's create that symphony and get paid for that. Yeah. Let's find novel ways to drink alcohol through musical instruments. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll, we'll invent a guitar that has like a, a slot you could put a beer in the back and then there's a hose that goes up the neck and then you could like put it up your strap so you could have a little sippy while you're while you're jamming out. Just lean over, take a little <laughs> yep yeah exactly and then if you drop your pick you could just like pull the tab off the beer and use that that's that's how cool you are do you know how many rock stars would buy this from us <laughs> let's get on <laughs> let's this. get on it we'll advertise it on the littlest hobo's tiktok yeah <laughs> tiktok the littlest hobo rock stars very very crossover oh the, there's a venn diagram it's not even a diagram it's just one big circle <laughs> totally <laughs> so terry deaf kid uh he gets saved by the hobo <laughs> uh he's like cool whatever he starts walking down the street he's super happy about his bottles he like goes into a store he's gonna go and exchange them for his like quarters so he goes into the store and then we get a shot of all these like teens lined up at a front of a store we find out it's an arcade and they're all watching lady mime do a horrible miming act some of them are into it some of them are not the ones watching. It's a weird mixed crowd, isn't it? Because like, <laughs> so bizarre. It's funny be- because the first kid they show, we're gonna meet. I called more him in thug. Depth later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's a thug. He looks actually like he's lost in thought. Like she is <laughs> yeah. in inside of him. She's like developed this tempest 
of like existential <laughs> dread that's just like slowly eating away at him and all he wanted to do was come in and play mrs pac-man and he's just like why <laughs> what, what is life like say, he has thinking no about idea. the existence of human beings and what does it yeah, all it's mean like, <laughs> it's like schopenhauerian humanistic <laughs> pessimism was crushing his soul he just walks like, across I, the street to a bar. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Do I tip her for this? I don't know." <laughs> and that is how my life changed. <laughs> yeah, I'll start watching a mime on a Main mime. Street. Yes, I mean, so she's the typical mime. She's in like a black leotard. She's got the white face paint. She's doing her little miming act. It's not very yep. good. She's not a good mime. She, I don't know. I don't know anything about mimes other than I don't like them. Like, are there good mimes? Well, there's Marcel Marceau who gets mentioned at the end of this episode. Only mime I could name off the top of my head, and I think he's good because he's famous. But I couldn't actually tell you. No. <laughs> like I don't no. know. I mean, I also wonder how does one come to the conclusion that your life's calling is mime. <laughs> Like not like if you if you are actually a mime and you love it, kudos, good for you. I just want to know how you get there. <laughs> I wonder if miming is anyone's full time occupation. It's maybe it's like clowning. I bet that you're like one third mime, <laughs> one third grocery store clerk, and then like one third darts master. I don't know what you do with the other third. Yeah. Like you have to have something to pay the bills. There's no way you could mine professionally and get paid. Absolutely. If you mine professionally and you're listening to this, let us know. <laughs> yeah. I'm Send us a video explaining in mime <laughs> yeah. why you chose the mime life or why the mime life chose you. Exactly. I feel like that's more it. It's a calling. It's something that just reaches out and tells you, yes, you're going to yes, be a get mime. In, <laughs> get in that mime light. <laughs> yeah. The puns are on fire today. <laughs> okay, I've harped on a lot about this mime, but I'm really confused by her through this whole episode. Even by her decision to mime in front of an arcade is bizarre. She's like busking in front of a bunch of yeah. teens. Like, mm, not really the mime demographic, but what do I know? <laughs> what is the mime demographic? It's <laughs> a good question. Toddlers? <laughs> I get, get, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh. Really old people. Yeah. Reminds them of their days when Marcel Marceau was famous. I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I really should have done some mime research, but I couldn't be bothered. Couldn't find the mime. I looked up the mime directory. There's no one in it. <laughs> it was all. It was all blank. It was just pictures. Yeah. No words. <laughs> Although we'll find out very quickly that our mime is not a silent mime. She talks. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. I am glad that she actually has dialogue because if she was just quiet this whole episode, no thank you. <laughs> mm. So yes, she's miming for the teens. They're all waiting in line. Then the owner of the arcade, who's an old man named Nick, who looks a little bit like Santa Claus, but like grumpy, shows up. He's like rocking the pants with the suspenders, check shirt. Anyways, he hates children at his arcade he is immediately chastising them for being there in the morning to play video games he tells them they shouldn't be there they should be outside but he doesn't care because it's his last day and he's retiring so do what yeah. you want <laughs> not only does he hate kids he hates his arcade like oh he it's a, hates it yeah <laughs> it's nothing like getting like heaps of verbal abuse first thing in the morning like the first <laughs> thing he does is starts like just laying into these teenagers um he, 
he does say he's like, did any of you kids have breakfast? A glass of orange juice and a bowl of cereal will be better for you than Galactic Warriors. A glass of orange juice, a bowl of cereal will be better for you than Galactic Warriors. That stuck out to me because Galactic Warriors came out in November 1985, which is eight months after this episode was filmed. Wow. (laughs) So topical. (laughs) Yeah. So Littlest Hobo predicted Galactic Warriors. (laughs) Maybe they knew something that we didn't know. <laughs> yeah, they got it got ends with Konami. They got, like got it all figured out. Yeah. I watched a playthrough of Galactic Warriors. It looks awful. I meant to do some looking into the video games in this episode, and then I did not. <laughs> ah. I'm sorry. Anyways, this man hates his arcade. He starts letting the children in, and not only does he hate the arcade, but he also hates mimes, which that I can get behind, because he starts yelling at the mime. <laughs> he calls her uh, a bum. Uh, he tells her that she should go get a real job uh, and that if she wants to be a successful be successful in business, she needs to find a location with like more traffic, which is very good advice because where she is seems to be the worst place to busk in the world. <laughs> mm. There's just a bunch of like bored teens. Anyways, while he's yelling at her, Hobo runs into the arcade. At the same time, Terry shows up. He they do that thing where they like shoot a close up of Nick talking. And, like, you can kind of hear what he's saying, but it's, like, super muffled and quiet. Just, once again, yeah. emphasizing that Terry cannot hear. Uh, no. Terry just goes into the arcade. Nick continues lecturing the mime about how much he could get for a quarter in his day. And this is when the mime, like, pipes up. She's like, I'm going to yeah. tell you what my grandfather. But Nick interrupts. He's like, no, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't Nick's a me. dickhead. <laughs> he is a giant dick. <laughs> Nick the dick. Continue- Nick the dick. <laughs> Get that on a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Nick Along the dick's, dicks club. club. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nick Nick's dicks club. Uh, it's an offshoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick um we've also met before. He was the lead musician in Fussin' and Fightin'. Oh, he was. I knew he looked familiar. Yeah. Uh, yes. And he was a grumpy old man in that one, too. He wasn't any better in that one than he is in this one. I feel one. like he's not actually acting in any of these. He's just being himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, you're the owner of an arcade. Go. He just starts ranting about arcades. Yeah. <laughs> he just, like, just writes his own lines. Yeah. No script. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they we go into the arcade with Nick. He starts turning on the lights in the video games. We get a horrifying shot of a marionette puppet. It's a clown. Start doing a little marionette. It's very thing. nice. Did not enjoy that. Uh, there's lots of. Ar- Got to get one of those for the home. <laughs> Just beautiful piece of decor. It really ties the room together. <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so we get the stupid clown puppet. Uh, there's lots of like arcade like bleeping and blooping at this point. Uh, Terry has made his way over to. I think he's playing Galactic Warrior. Or well, it's not out yet, so he's not. I don't know what he's playing. No, he's not, definitely not playing Galactic. He's playing um, some variation on Space Invaders. Yeah. Like a 3D version, essentially. The problem with arcade games in the 80s is there's like hundreds of them. Like it's so <laughs> hard to, unless it's like Pac-Man or, <laughs> yeah. you know, Space Invaders. I have no idea what I'm looking at because it, it could be a one of hundreds. <laughs> what is the, the tapper? The one where you're the bartender? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Like there's, there's just way too many. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it is a popular place because they were lined up outside the door. There are tons of kids in there before school. Uh, Nick is continuing to rant and rave. Um, thug number one. So there's two thugs in this episode. You, they don't get names. Do they get names? I don't uh, think they get the, names. Uh, Carver is one of them, but I don't remember who. Yeah. It's, they look like your typical like 80s teen thugs. <laughs> 
Except they're very dapper. They are, once again, dapper. One of them is wearing like a sweet black and white, like optical illusion sleeveless shirt with a yeah. headband. So, yeah. And the other guy's got eyeshadow yes. on. Yes. He's got like little lines across like they're dapper thieves. He's, Return of the dapper thieves. And he's rocking some eyeliner, but it's like, it looks like eyeliner if I did it, which is terrible. <laughs> it's not very well. <laughs> I think done. it looks good on him. He's, like, it does just look got good on lines. him. It's just not well. It's like. A little squiggly. <laughs> it's not yeah. straight. He's like, he's punking it up. He doesn't have time for this. He's got to go play some video games. That's true. He's got but to- yeah, I just I appreciate I appreciate the return of Dapper Thieves. Yes, that is one Dapper thing Thieves. that is consistent in the hobo that I really enjoy. The next generation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so thug number one is bugging Nick for change. But really it's just a ploy to get Nick to open the till so they can find out where the key is stashed and see the, how much money is in there. He starts to talk to Nick. We get this weird, like, unnecessary information about how the school board is the reason the arcade is closing. Uh, yeah. And how terrible that is. And Nick is like, no, that's good. Kids should be outside. I'm happy they're closing me down. What school board has the power to shut down an independent business? The Catholic like, school I, board. <laughs> really? Like, no, I don't know. I just assume they I feel have like lots of power. <laughs> they're just really overreaching at this point if you're shutting down independent businesses. Like, even in our small town, we have a school and they put up a bit of a fuss because a uh, marijuana dispensary was opening up kind of close to them, but they immediately shut up because not 30 feet away from the marijuana dispensary is the beer store that's been there for like 40 years. Yeah. And so everyone was like, oh, what, you have no problem with the alcohol, but you have a problem with the pot? Like you you have no control, I think, of what's going on around it. You can't, as a school board, shut down a business. I'm pretty, you can oppose it. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure like somebody could open up like, I don't know, like a sex toy shop next to a school, technically. Oh, straight up open a brothel. Like, right. you know, like if, if it's legal and you could do it, you could do it. The school board could huff and puff. But I mean, really? Yeah. Like, it's just such a weird, unnecessary detail that they dropped into this episode that I was like, why did I need to know that? Anyways, <laughs> Nick tells us his life story. He owned a hardware store for 23 years, barely broke even, spent three years owning this arcade. Now he can retire. Made so much money. Yep. Living that arcade life. Uh, he gets mad about Terry, who's plays. He comes in quite frequently. And he, like, plays a game for, like, three hours on one quarter. Because I guess he's, like, really good. I'm assuming that yes. means you're good. <laughs> I think they're Which, drawing parallels to... Have you heard or watched Tommy by The Who? Oh, I've heard of... I've heard yeah. some of so it. So it's a story about and, a, yeah. a deaf... Pinball wizard? A deaf, dumb, and blind kid. Yeah, who plays pinball very, very well. <laughs> and I think that's what they're trying to do with Terry is... Because he doesn't speak and he doesn't hear, his other senses are heightened. So he's just really, really good at whatever <laughs> video game he happens to be playing right now. Whatever that is, he's great at it. And yeah. Nick is not happy, so unhappy nope. that he goes and unplugs the machine. Yeah, I'd start throwing fists right there. That's fist to cuff maneuvers. That's that that's is so rude. Yes. I mean, first of all, this kid has been coming in obviously quite frequently, and you still don't know that he's deaf. Which means yeah, how does nobody know this? How does nobody has nobody ever tried to interact with this kid? Like as a business owner, kids come in all the time. You think you'd at least get to know their names, or like, hey, how are you? Like, thanks for coming back. No, well, he has and his, no idea. His, <laughs> and his mannerisms are different, right? Like yeah. because he's not picking up on audio cues like everyone else. You think by maybe the, even the second or third time you saw him, you'd realize he's not reacting to the sounds around him when you yell, "Hey, everybody, I'm closing down." 
he doesn't realize until he starts seeing people move. Like even a casual <laughs> observer is going to start to notice these things. Ah, uh, but not, but not, not Nick. Not- He's just doing his own thing. He's just, you know, grumpy about making money and grumpy about having to go. I don't know. He seems pretty happy. He gets to go hang out with her da- his daughter when he retires. But I don't think his daughter's very happy about it. I wouldn't sh- be. Yeah, she's probably like, Dad, don't, don't move to Arizona. Yeah. Please. She's investing investing in arcade machines to leave around the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just those little tiny ones so he wakes up just sitting there on his desk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're always making noise. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hello. I'd like to order 300 arcade machines, please. Uh, what what kind? Which ones make the most noise? <laughs> yeah. Just just wonder. I know it's a strange request, but uh, yeah, whichever ones make the most noise. Do you have any that talk? Because I feel like that would be really nice. <laughs> yeah. I'd- yeah. Please ship them to Arizona uh, Express. <laughs> yeah, I'll pay extra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I would not want to live with Nick. Because yeah, he's so rude. He just unplugs Terry's game. When you consider you have one customer who, yes, spends three hours on a game for twenty-five cents, but how many other kids are in that arcade? Like, yeah. Just let him be. <laughs> well you know that you're gonna have to kick them out anyways because he's going to because school starts so like presumably nick is gonna leave with everybody else there's no way he's gonna be there for three hours at the very least give him his quarters back right you just shut off his game like you give him a refund he paid for that and it was not over yeah services were not rendered (laughs) yes exactly nick take him to the better business bureau (laughs) yeah boop his snoot (laughs) yeah Boop the snoot. Oh, yeah, we should talk about the snoot. hobo. What has hobo been doing? Hobo has been chilling in the <laughs> arcade. <laughs> he He's chilling. He follows Nick out because Nick, or not Nick, sorry. He follows Terry out because Terry leaves, obviously. Nick kicks him out. Uh, but instead of following Terry, he sees Thug 1 and Thug 2 kind of meeting up. And he's like, cool, I'm going to go follow those two. Uh, they're talking. They are planning a robbery. They're going to rob Nick at the end of the night. Now that they know where the key is. They're going to take like $1,000. Yay. I have a question about people who do these kind of robberies. If you're truly desperate and you rob somebody for like $1,000 or less, I get it. You're desperate. You do stupid things for money. If you're just some bored teen who's who's just like, I'm going to rob somebody for fun. Why would you rob? $1,000 is not worth going to jail. (sighs) I don't understand. uh, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I don't understand either. I mean, why wouldn't you rob a bank? Why wouldn't right? you rob somewhere? Like, get your stakes a little bit higher, I guess. I mean, you, you can't think that they're not going to come after you because you just robbed a lowly arcade. You're getting the same punishment no matter what. Go big or go home. That's what it, I'm saying. I'm exactly. not here to de- tell you not to rob somebody. I'm here to tell you to rob somebody better. <laughs> just saying, if you're robbing because you're bored or just because you are a bad person, make it worth your while. Yeah. <laughs> Nick is like ki- kicking kids out, go to school. Thugs are still discussing. While they're discussing, they hear like some bottles rattling around uh, and they find Terry, who's been looking for some more quarters. So they like push him against the wall and they're like, yelling at him like, what did you hear? Clearly Terry is like nothing, but he can't say that because he can't speak. So he just looks terrified. Uh, <laughs> Hobo shows up, does his intimidation bark. They immediately let Terry go. He runs. <laughs> So the yep. thugs run after Terry. Uh, we go back to our mime. She's setting up shop again. I couldn't tell. Is she in front of the arcade again? Did she like ignore Nick's advice and just come back? <laughs> I don't know where she is. Maybe she's at the back of the arcade. She's like, yeah. he'll never find me here. <laughs> I'm so clever. <laughs> yeah. 
She's getting ready to do her thing again. There's not a single soul in sight. No, no. one on the street. Well, <laughs> if you build it, they will come. You know, if you mime long enough. <laughs> People will just naturally walk by. <laughs> yeah. At some point. They have to. You got to pull them in. <laughs> pull them in with your visible rope. Except she has a real rope. Oh, yeah. That that's right. That's Unacceptable miming. <laughs> so, Hobo The arrived. mime police are going to show up. <laughs> yeah. Take her away in their yep. invisible mime car. <laughs> and they're, they're all going to get in. Oh, it's going to be awful to watch, too. Because they're all going to, like, get in and close the door. And they're going to do, like, that half squat as they, like, yeah. on their tippy toes. They, like, <laughs> no. she'll be in the back with, like, her hands clasped. And she'll be like, no. Making the no face as they, yeah. like quote-unquote drive her to mime prison i don't know <laughs> i don't like this whole i don't like this whole scene i don't like scenario. anything about it <laughs> <laughs> so she, she hobo shows up and he like grabs her bag and she starts like miming things and then hobo just grabs the bag and leaves and she's like i thought we were acting so you yeah. thought you were acting with a dog well to be fair everyone is acting with this dog <laughs> that's true that <laughs> this entire true. episode is people <laughs> acting with a dog <laughs> that is also that is very true i take back my statement i'm sorry <laughs> act away <laughs> I go for it yeah do you <laughs> yeah. so she's like chases after the hobo uh the thugs have caught up to terry they have him, like, not cornered. He's sitting down on a wall. But they're, like, trying to intimidate him, telling him to keep his mouth shut. Uh, they offer him, like, 10 bucks to keep him quiet. They're explaining their entire plot so that Mime Lady can hear because she's now found them. She wants to go to the police. Hobo is like, no, you need to go save Terry. But she's like, nah, police. So she leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Clever to be girl. fair, good choice. Yes. Thug spot Hobo. Once again, they're like, ah, Hobo. So Terry takes that opportunity, runs again. <laughs> Terry runs yeah. away a lot in this episode. The third time. For the third time. <laughs> just so much like, running. These these thieves, for all their um bad plan their bad <laughs> plans, um, are very forgiving. Like they give Terry three chances. Three <laughs> yes. chances. Like you can tell they're new thieves, they're not old hobo thieves, because no. the old the hobo thieves would have pulled a gun by now. Absolutely. Kidnapping to murder, so <laughs> Yeah, immediately. They're like, Oh, he's not in on the plan. Ah, we're just gonna <laughs> Gotta shoot kill him. <laughs> Gotta kill him. Yep. <laughs> yes, these are just baby thieves. Just learning the ways. Just yeah. <laughs> so they're only gonna get even more dapper. <laughs> so dapper, honestly. Uh, so they chase after Terry. Uh this is where I wrote the music is super clinky and annoying. It's this weird like tink 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 music. <laughs> It's so annoying. Sorry, what does it sound like? <laughs> I'm laughing too hard to do it. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. That's what it sounds like. It's so annoying. With like a synth in I'm, the background. I can't picture it. I can't hear it in my head. So when I edit this, if it doesn't go ding, 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 I'm just going to loop you in the background of this whole conversation. Okay. It sounds something along those lines. It's very Oh, annoying. something along those lines. Oh, I thought you said it sounded just like that. <laughs> I'm backtracking a little. <laughs> It's been like two days so, since I've watched this episode. <laughs> so Terry reaches a fence. He jumps said fence. He hurts himself. He gets caught. Hobo yep. is trapped on the other side of the fence. The two thugs have Terry in their arms. Terry hurt his leg. We cut to the <laughs> hobo. carry him to the hospital. <laughs> I wish. We cut to the hobo just to see that he's trapped. When we cut back to the thugs and Terry, Terry is suddenly out cold i know one of them's <laughs> yes. got like it's got like a bruce lee punch it was like the one inch punch he didn't see he was like, what the? 
<laughs> that he was out. I watched this scene like 10 times to figure out what happened and realized we never see them hit him, but you nope. hear very very thin, like silent, very like softly, you hear a thud when it's looking at the hobo. <laughs> so I'm guessing they Sick. like hit him with a rock. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just picked up a stone? Yeah, I wonder how they knocked him out. Yeah. They didn't he... have a... Like, like, did they sap him? Do you think one of them has like a sap that he carries around? Like an old school leather <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, Irish copper sap? Or do you think like one of them has got like a secret move that they don't, you don't see? He like picks him up and pile drives him when you're not looking? It's the karate chop. The next karate chop. Oh, it's the judo. The of trap. course it's the judo chop. <laughs> the judo chop. Judo chop. Takes Terry down because he yeah. is out cold. They dump him in. I called it a dirt a dirt dumpster because it I is. It's a dirt dumpster. <laughs> it's a dirt dumpster. It's a dumpster full of dirt. <laughs> That's yeah. what it is. Somebody somebody's been filling that with uh, sweepings from the bowling alley for four years now, and it's finally <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> Yay! Called them so excited, like yeah. Hey guys, you can come yeah. pick it up now. <laughs> I finally filled up this one dustpan with enough dirt. <laughs> to, to put it all in the dirt dumpster and the guy there is like this is the worst contract we've ever taken yeah why did we agree to this <laughs> yeah stupid should have got him to, yeah yeah should have got him to pay by the month yeah no no we set a flat rate yeah <laughs> the thing's so rusty when i pick it up the bottom's gonna fall out anyways yeah all the d- dirt just ends up back on the ground no. Yeah, and then a wind picks up and it goes through the back door into the bowling alley. Yeah, the guy's just standing at the counter and cries. Yeah, he's like, oh. he's like everyone out, we're closing. Yeah. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. Never again. No. <laughs> so yes, they've dumped Terry in the dirt dumpster. Uh, we go to the arcade where the cops have arrived. These are semi-competent cops for the hobo. Uh, because they're taking her seriously, and they have a plan. <laughs> I like that they set up an entire sting operation, taking <laughs> teenage bandits. Like, you think that these guys were stealing, like, the Declaration of Independence or something? Like, they've got it. They're like, this cop is ready to go. <laughs> yeah, he is like, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> yeah. My life is so boring. Because really, when you think back, there was that episode where there's two, those two people kidnapped and, like, tortured an old lady and she got one cop. There one cop. Only one cop who came <laughs> to, to take her. it very seriously. No. And that cop let them all go wandering around the city yeah. to other houses. Yeah. This cop is like, no, no. We're bringing in the force. Swat. We're bringing in, yep. We're bringing in those military guys from that scene with the with the mines in it. The, <laughs> the A-team dudes. Yes. <laughs> Undercover cops. Like, he is good yep. to go. Yeah. Uh, snipers are on the roof i like when he's explaining because he says he's gonna have undercover cops and nick is like oh they won't blend in here and the cop is like oh yeah they'll totally blend in some of them even have long hair and one of them even has an earring (gasps) and nick is like an earring yeah scandalous oh my god i was like uh the 80s were that kind of time i guess was that still except it a thing yeah i don't know i have an earring i was gonna say I forget I have it most days, and I don't think it bothers anyone ever. Not like I like earrings on people, one, regardless yeah. of gender. And I just think they look cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd like it if like the, the juvenile police force they brought in was like all guys and then a woman, and she just had one earring. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I told like, you one uh, of them has an earring. <laughs> Nick's like, this is ups- This is more upsetting somehow. I don't know how, but I'm more upset that she only has one earring. Yeah. Where's your other earring? Where is it? <laughs> where is it? <laughs> what? Who, where are the other? Where were the other earrings going? <laughs> Is Batman coming back? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's going to take over the arcade, what do you think, when, when Nick's gone? My assumption was it was just he was just shutting it down because he hates arcades. I, I think somebody's going to... That's so many... He's got to liquidate those machines. I think he's got to... Somebody's got to have a plan to take it over. That's true. Yes. Move it somewhere else where the school board won't shut them down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they'll, they should leave it open. They're either new proprietor. It's like, <laughs> oh, Hello. <laughs> It's me, Kurtz. There it is. He's it's back. me, Kurtz. He's back. I'm running an arcade now. This machine's about shooting elephants. <laughs> this machine is also about shooting elephants. In fact, they're all about shooting elephants. <laughs> the Elephant Bone Arcade. <laughs> that would probably do well. <laughs> yeah. Depending on Terry, where it is. <laughs> Terry, you've shot so many elephants. But you'll never beat my high score. <laughs> they don't want to laugh at this, but it's funny. <laughs> I Dead just want elephants shouldn't Kurtz be back. funny. <laughs> oh, they're pretty funny. <laughs> they can be. <laughs> so the competent cop has laid out his whole plan. Uh, Kurtz has to wait because, you know, he's got tomorrow it's his. <laughs> oh, I always have to wait. <laughs> if you need me, I'll be on the steamer. <laughs> <laughs> just hiding in the mud pond. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's just just his nose is sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> he walks out of it like the Terminator coming yeah. in. <laughs> just a slow, <laughs> deliberate step. Yep. Everyone's yep. watching, waiting. Like, yeah, my man, <laughs> waiting to get into the arcade. They're like, yeah. uh, I didn't think this was possible. I, I kind of miss Nick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, what was that? Nothing. <laughs> nope. Nothing at all. Mr. Mr. Sir, Sir Kurtz. Sir Kurtz? Mr. Yeah. Sir Colonel Kurtz. He's like, oh, <laughs> I'll forgive you. <laughs> Mr. Sir Kurtz, I'll forgive you this time <laughs> only because your bones are so fine. <laughs> In you go now. <laughs> I'm locking the door behind us. <laughs> Total darkness in the arcade. That is terrifying colonel kurtz running an arcade is definitely something i want to see that should yeah, be a too. sketch <laughs> it's half arcade machines and half stuffed element heads that's yeah. all it is <laughs> just him like sitting in some throne like chair watching over everything c- cleaning an elephant gun <laughs> yeah. for like 12 hours every day <laughs> somebody somebody turned that into something <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't know what <laughs> but something <laughs> Uh, so they've got this whole plan set up. They're going to come back at four and get ready to do their sting operation. Uh, yeah. She asked but... exactly what time to come back. And do you know why? Do you know why she's asking what time to come back at? <laughs> no, why? Because she's taken into account daylight savings mime. <laughs> I'm glad we're on Skype so I could see your face. <sighs> You walked right into that minefield. <laughs> <laughs> the 
problem is the problem is there's a big red button that Katie can hit, and it turns everything off. <laughs> just everything shuts it's, down. It's easier when we're in the same room together. <laughs> I sit closer to the door so she can't escape. Uh, Run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're now Anyways. back from Stefan's self-imposed pun exile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I made him sit in a corner for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, the thugs have realized that Terry's going to wake up at some point, probably before closing. Uh, so they're going to have to move up their plan. They're going to do it too. That throws the cops holsting operation for a loop. <laughs> Poor man. Yep. Hobo shows up again. They see him and immediately run again. He's very intimidating in this episode. Yeah. Afraid. <clears throat> Hobo finds uh, so hobo sees terry in the dirt dumpster he's like ah crap i gotta do something about that <laughs> so he goes this to is find my them. dirt dumpster get your <laughs> own dirt dumpster it's <laughs> right. where i do my business man <laughs> I, I got all my mime earnings buried in the one corner <laughs> yeah those are mine <laughs> yep those are mime nope nope <laughs> <laughs> so hobo finds he goes to find lady mime uh she never gets a name in this episode either i don't think no no she's Uh, just called mime lady mime uh he gives her terry's hat she knows to follow the hobo uh she finds so she makes it to the dirt dumpster which is currently being loaded onto a truck and her thought process is not let me go stop the driver it's looking (laughs) see that terry is in there jump in with him <laughs> yep absolutely <laughs> what the f <laughs> it just annoyed me so much and i know i shouldn't be annoyed at the hobo anymore because it does dumb shit like this all the time but like come on <laughs> come on <sighs> so the truck drives away with the two of them in the back and hobo running after it yeah truck dumb what's do you know what the name of the truck is did you notice that uh, my very next line in my notes is the truck has Love Machine written on the side. Yes. <laughs> the truck is named Love Machine. I love it. And I'm assuming that the hobo just like hired a truck and it showed up yes. and was, had Love Machine on the side. It's not like a hobo thing they did. And that means no. somebody actually drove around with a truck called Love Machine. Yes. I hate it so much. I, I think it's great. <laughs> so the, the truck is stopped. It's pulled up to wherever it's dumping the dirt, which apparently is just on the side of the road next to a lake. <laughs> Yeah. literally in the, the middle contract of was was not a good contract <laughs> it makes no sense uh the driver gets out and he like he sees the hobo because the hobo has like started barking at him and he's like mm, whatever leaves his door wide open as he goes to unload the truck hobo jumps in the truck stops the it's like dumping it backwards stops it from happening then the mime decides to pop her head up and be like hey hey, hey there <laughs> hello <laughs> i'm chilling in your dirt <laughs> <laughs> Just just a mime. Chill it in your dirt. Yeah. This your dirt? You mind if I chill it? It's a mighty fine dirt. Yeah. The finest dirt I've ever seen. So high quality right here. I'm going to build a in great my... sandcastle with this. But in not fact, really. I plan to. to. I'm going to mime building a sandcastle. Yeah, I'm going to mime building it. Yeah. By the way, my friend is unconscious. Yeah. I believe he might have some brain damage. It's definitely permanent. It's been a while. Will you take him to the hospital so I can finish my castle? Right. Just keep driving. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have it done by the time we get there. Yeah. Be beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, she pops her head up. That's that scene. We go back to the thugs. 
they are walking down the street. They see some Frankenstein and Wolfman masks hanging in a window, and they're like, cool. We're going to rob the arcade wearing those. They go and buy them. (laughs) I like that they didn't have a plan for that already. No, these are horrible thieves. They have no plan whatsoever. (sighs) So dumb. Anyways, they are teens doing dumb shit. So (laughs) we go back to Terry and the mime. The truck driver is like yelling at them as he should. He threatens to call the cops as he should. Mime lady is like, cool, yes, please do that. At which he's (laughs) like no and leaves no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like mm, okay that's weird no yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes back into his truck the lady mime starts walking away terry is still standing behind the dumpster of dirt uh the truck begins unloading again i'm assuming it has a horrible squeaking sound because we hear that weird synthy thing again but the mime is covering her ears like her eardrums are about to explode mm-hmm I was like, how squeaky is this thing? Anyways. I don't know. Maybe the hydraulics are just like making so a horrific sound. <laughs> it or looks like she's going to die. So They're like playing a song that everyone hates or something. <laughs> what song What's that, that be? <laughs> Sonny and Cher song? Don't they have a song that everyone hates? I, mean, I know it, I hate it. I've blocked it from my memory. Whatever the I Love You Babe is the only Sonny Yeah, Cher. that's what it is. <laughs> it's the only one I know. The track's going up. <laughs> oh. Boop, 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 boop. I love you, babe. And they're like, she's like, ah! <laughs> He's like, this yeah. is the love machine. This is the love machine. Oh, it should have been called the love shack. Oh, uh, that's a much better song, though. It is a much better song. Also, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like the connotations of naming your truck the love shack. <laughs> love machine, love I can machine. understand, <laughs> because it's a machine. Love shack. There's just There's nothing there, right? <laughs> it's true it's true <laughs> which part is the shack the front of the back he's like the I whole thing's the a front. shack baby <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. uh, uh, uh. <laughs> okay now you have love shack stuck in your head yep. uh, <laughs> she realizes that terry's deaf <laughs> yep they end up at a park she starts explaining to him via like rudimentary sign language that uh the two guys were planning a robbery and we're trying to bribe him not to say anything uh, she wants him to go to the police, but Terry refuses. I feel like Terry has had a very hard life. We know yeah, very little so. about his backstory. We do find out later that he gets taken in by family services. So yes. Terry's had a hard life. He does not want to go to the cops. Uh, no. So she's like, cool, that's fine, but you need to stay out of sight. So what should we do to keep you hidden? I know. Let's dress you up like a mime. Yeah. No one will notice you then. Not at Even all. Even though you're wearing the exact same clothes. Yeah. It's like. All they do. It doesn't make any all sense. All they do is just put my makeup on his face. That is it. Terry is super yeah. excited about it though. When she mentions oh, it, he lights up like a light bulb. He is <laughs> down to clown. <laughs> yeah. I think he's just excited to have a friend. Which. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the thugs show up. They almost spot Terry and mime lady but hobo sees them first freaks them out steals their masks they chase after hobo they drop the frankenstein mask well hobo drops the frankenstein mask but he keeps wolfman because that's his favorite yeah <laughs> how, also how small is this town like it must be oh. very small right Cause... it's got to be like five blocks <laughs> yeah it can't be any bigger than that no <laughs> this is not a big city which no. again begs the question why is she busking there as a mime Anyways. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, we go to Nick's arcade where he is once again being angry at children. 
uh, for just having fun. Uh, one kid has tried to turn on the black lights in the building, and Nick is like, no. If you want black lights, you buy your own and kicks them out. <laughs> yeah. He's like, they're unnatural. It's like, Nick, <laughs> yeah. you installed it, you dingus. <laughs> right? Why is it in there if you don't yeah, want people why did- to use it? <laughs> I don't, uh, whatever, whatever. Did you ever have a black light when you were a kid? Oh, I'm sure I did have some sort of black light, like, I don't know, toy or something. Yeah, I know I had one. I thought they were pretty cool back then. I don't yeah. know if I think they're all that cool now. I mean, no, now I'm not. Didn't the bowling alley here used to have like a black light night? It does have a black light night. Oh, it night, still does? Is, <laughs> yeah, it still does. It's a great way to realize that your jeans have more stains on them than you originally thought. <laughs> yeah, it's never fun to go into a black light like room. It's it's never fun to go to a black light night when you're unprepared. <laughs> yes. No, it's no good. <laughs> it's like when the university our our local university used to do toga nights. Every time they do toga night, they'd be like, "Heads no. up, do not use your bed sheets. There's going to be black light." It was right on the poster. They're like, "Do not use your bed sheets. Do not." <laughs> And there was always at least one person who did. No. And you're like, why? Why did you do this, man? Yeah, no. Oh, that is oof. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> right on the poster. I mean, they told you. They warned you. It's on oh, you at that point. Definitely. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> so he's yelling about blacklight. He kicks everyone out because lunch hour is over. They need to go back to school. Uh, Hobo rocks into the building. He shows Nick the Wolfman mask. Nick ignores it entirely. It has no purpose for him. He just answers yep. the phone. Uh, so the police have called Nick. They're telling him to clear everyone out, lock up, assuming they're going to start getting ready for their sting operation. Uh, Hobo just takes the mask back. He goes out the back door. He drops the mask so the door doesn't shut. Cool. Yep. We go to Terry and the Mime, who somehow have acquired a crowd of like 10 people, yeah. mostly children, who Most are watching her perform. He's not really doing anything. Obviously, he's not trained in the way of mime yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> Neither is she. What is she doing in this whole mime act? She plays with a rope, a real one. That's not a yep. mime thing. She nope. jumps over a hedge of flowers. What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, what is what is her act? What's Bothers worse, so the much? fact... The fact that this is happening in the episode or the fact that we're watching it happen in the episode. Like, we're just oh. like uh, unwilling witnesses to this mime show. It's I, I would walk far away if I was in that park. I would be on the other side. <laughs> I would not be watching this. No. It's awful. I just wrote, what is she doing in capital letters in my notes? <laughs> 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 so this point, Hobo does his same old trick. He steals Terry's hat to get the two of them to follow him. Uh, Nick is locking up the arcade. There's lots of bleeping and blooping. He turns all that off and he's like, oh my God, thank God, peace. <laughs> like, quiet. Yep. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I agree with you. That was very annoying, bleeping and blooping. Because it, was, it wasn't coming from the games. It was like a weird soundtrack. Yeah, no, it's playing. not the games making the bleeping and blooping. <laughs> it's just like it's a bleep just... bloop soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, maybe you ought to shut that off too. Maybe maybe that's three quarters of your problem, Nick. <laughs> right. Maybe don't. Don't put that record on. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to play that just because it's an arcade. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> you can return the bleep bloop record. <laughs> right. So at this point, there's a knock on the door. And dumb, dumb, dumb Nick goes to the door. He just says, detective, whatever your name is, and then opens it without waiting for a response or checking. And of course, it's the robbers. <laughs> You're like, yeah. it's basic Nick. <laughs> Well, back in his day, bandits never knocked on your door. They just barged right in. Yep. 
like men. <laughs> they, they tricked him. Yeah. They tricked him by not coming through the window with with Winchester rifles. Right. No fair fight here. <laughs> yep. You know that Nick has a shotgun under the counter. Oh, he, it's a children's arcade, but he's packing heat. Absolutely has a gun somewhere in yep. that building. Uh, too yep. bad he can't use it because he has a heart attack? Question mark? He, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't understand this part. He has a heart attack, but... I don't. I was when he did. I was like, "Oh, thank goodness!" No, his daughter doesn't have to deal with him. Like, <laughs> right? I was I sure really, he was gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel bad. I was like, "Oh, all right, whatever." No, because yes, he does immediately after they barge in and start robbing the place, clutch his heart and fall to the ground. The thugs are like, "Oh, that's terrible. We'll call an ambulance in five minutes." See, they're still yeah. baby thieves, so they're still like kind yeah. of good. Um, yeah. So we'll get back to Nick and his heart attack in a second. Meanwhile. Mime and Terry follow Hobo. They enter the door, see what's happening. She's like, cool. She mimes. She's going to go call the police. But she's actually going to call the police. She's not just going to mime calling the police. She's like, going to use a real phone. <laughs> Pick up the phone and gesticulate into the receiver for a while. <laughs> Why isn't this working? <laughs> Hobo, at this point, turns on the black light and the blooping blooping again. Um, we get a shot of the creepy clown starting up. Yep. And then we get... What can only be described as like a nightmare. It's yeah, just horrifying. Um, it's like it's like watching the crow. Yes, but, but like, blacklight. But blacklight crow because they look like the crow because <laughs> you can't see their eyes or their mouths. They're like it's just yeah, it is super creepy. And if I was those <laughs> bandits, I'd be freaked out pretty bad. Absolutely, I would because the way and the way it's shot, it's just like all black and then just their creepy white face paint with the occasional black splotches coming yeah. at him <laughs> yep uh so yes there's this weird like really quick sequence of creepy mimes creepy face mask people um the cops we hear their sirens the lights go on terry is a terrible fighter because he's already on the floor thug is on top of him <laughs> yeah he was ready to go <laughs> yeah he's he gonna deliver the death blow too he was like okay i've had enough we gave you three chances <laughs> yeah now it's time to kill you <laughs> yeah it's a mime to kill <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> so just moving right past that uh but instead he runs away once the lights go on he drops terry runs away as the cops enter then we get a shot of <laughs> this is the best shot of the episode terry the mime and nick Turning to see the cop. Okay, well, first we should say the man who ran away got tripped by the mime's rope because she had real yeah, rope. Yeah, her actual rope. It would have been better if it was a fake rope. <laughs> it would have been amazing. That, that would have made this episode well worth it. <laughs> it would have been amazing. But no, it's her real rope. So he gets tripped. So both of the thieves get caught. But then, yes, the shot is the cops come in and then we see Terry, the mime, and Nick turn and give thumbs up to the cops. They do. They literally turn and give the thumbs up. Like, and then the cop turns and gives them the thumbs up. And then the Mentos logo appears on the bottom of the screen. Mentos, the fresh maker. It's so, it is exactly a Mentos commercial. That is 100% yep. what it is. Like just yep. the turn and then the thumbs up. <laughs> like Yeah. What? Also, Nick, didn't you have a heart attack? No, he's fine. Did he, he fake faked it? it. 
<laughs> he faked his heart attack. He was trying to get over to the counter so he could shoot them with the shotgun. He's going for the gun. If Hobo yeah. hadn't turned on the black light, then there'd been two dead thieves. <laughs> two dead thieves, two dead mimes. He wouldn't have stopped. No, he's. I hate you all. <laughs> he's like, oh, Bums. I killed four of them. Oh, geez. I guess you could call that a high score. <laughs> and then he puts on some sunglasses and retires. <laughs> yeah. And just walks out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't even take the money. No, just leaves. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm good. <laughs> so, we get to our end scene, finally. I've t- talked a lot about nothing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so, we get another horrible shot of Terry and Lady Mime. Now, they're wearing, like, he's in, like, a jester mime costume, and she's in, like, some yeah. weird renaissance mime costume they look like batman villains they do <laughs> they absolutely look like batman <laughs> villains like oh they're horrifying i do not like yes. them at all they're doing horrible lame mime things um nick is watching them and he says they're like really talented kids <laughs> what do you know nick because <laughs> say what do you know about mime nick <laughs> Yeah. I know nothing about mime, and I can tell you, they're not talented. <laughs> Ooh, this is bad. <laughs> this is so bad. Uh, they come over to see Nick. He says they're not Marcel Marceau, which is where we get our Marcel Marceau reference. Uh, right. But they're good. He gives them an 11 out of 10 or something stupid along yes. those lines. Um, they talk a little bit about Terry. The mime says that he's learning. he's been brought to family services, and they are teaching him to learn sign language and lip reading. And to mime. And yes, he's, he's, he's yes. getting taught how to mime. The people at Family Services have got him a teacher. He's learning signing and lip reading. Oh yeah, and mime. It's like Family Services is teaching him how to mime. <laughs> like oh, and a mime class. Can, sure. Is this is what my taxes are paying for. <laughs> it's, sign you. Yeah. it's how he's working through There's his a, trauma. A direct contributors to the city's escalating mime rate. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Family Services. You jerks. <laughs> 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 so yes he's also miming he's learning to mime uh nick gives them some money as a thank you uh hobo starts to leave uh mime and terry do the sign language american sign language for thank you but they add a kiss <laughs> to it. yeah they they blow the dog a little kiss not, at the end they're not doing the thank you for sign language they're blowing kisses <laughs> Yes, they're blowing kisses. <laughs> and they tell Nick that that is how you say thank you in sign language. It is not. Blowing a kiss is not how you say thank you. <laughs> but, but then we get a horribly creepy shot of old man Nick giving a slow hand kiss to the yep. hobo as he leaves. <laughs> that shot may be on par with the creepy hobo painting that you keep insisting on sending me. It's so disturbing. <laughs> it's just like a it's slow... It's the meme of this episode. Hand oh, lip yeah. kiss. He's savoring like it. it. You know that he like he slipped his own hand a little bit of tongue. <laughs> He's getting a little taste there. Awful. Awful. It's so bad. Also, if he ever it's, meets other people who speak sign language... And he starts trying to thank them. They're going to be like, it could get what punched is in that the mouth. doing? <laughs> Why yeah. is he blowing me a kiss? <laughs> and that is the end of the episode. Ta-da, done. All right. Uh, yeah. What, what did you think? It's no good. It's not a good episode. It is a real bad episode. Yep, I agree. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why they wrote this. I don't know. I, I don't know if somebody thought they were clever by putting in a mime and like, I get that maybe they're trying to draw a parallel between 
a person who as a mind is not supposed to talk and a man who cannot talk, but they never do anything with that. Nope. Which seems like pretty easy to me. seems like a simple thing to do. It just, this is not a good episode. It's bottom of the barrel stuff. Sorry. This is like, this is season four quality here. <laughs> it absolutely is. And it, it's, it's got good odds to end up on my overall worst hobo episode list. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it could definitely it's i mean i'm prejudiced because mimes i mean they're not as bad as clowns we had this conversation but they're still not great uh no <laughs> but also this episode is just terrible <laughs> yeah no skip this one skip it skip it do not watch this uh Dude, your, don't. your hobo harm i have zero me too your hobo fight yeah uh it's nick versus his daughter <laughs> when he gets to arizona or wherever he's going <laughs> Uh, and she's got 300 arcade machines she knows what's up <laughs> she's got the record she's got um it's the 80s so she's got a tape or no better yet she's got an eight track because you never have to rewind those and it's the beeps and bloops and it just never stops she's been conditioning herself for months so she doesn't even hear it anymore yeah she's like i can do this all day <laughs> yeah. yeah your move you want <laughs> yeah you may not die of a heart attack but uh i'll get you i'll wear you down <laughs> I like that a lot. Just, yeah. How about you? Uh, so mine was uh, Lady Mime and Terry versus the villagers from Hot Fuzz. The ones who aren't <laughs> okay. fans. Because, you know, they were killing the like jugglers oh. and the like statues. Yep. Yeah. Statues. So I'd like to see what they do with a mime. <laughs> yeah, that's for the greater good. That's for the greater good. I wouldn't be sad one bit. <laughs> nope. Me either. Uh, and that is the end. All right. Well, let's let's hope that the next episode can lift us back up again. Here's hoping. We think we've <laughs> hit at least in this season an all mime low, so we're gonna go <laughs> no. to uh, an all mime high. Hopefully, on the next one, next episode, <laughs> Voyagers, <laughs> Part One. Uh, synopsis reads: A family is trapped on a deserted island. Themes include Cold War tensions and the early stages of the digital age, which is a pretty interesting synopsis. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I actually read the synopsis that was on, I think, Wikipedia or IMDb. I don't remember where I got it. And it ruined the episode's twist for me. I was like, son of a gun. So you know <laughs> what? I'm going to stick with this one for this episode and hopefully the next. Because it doesn't spoil what happens. But that yes, is true. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> I hope I hope you'll all tune in for that one. Uh, no mimes. No mimes at all. Or clowns <sighs> in Voyagers Part 1. Thank God. It's already doing better. <laughs> all right. Well, until we meet again, fellow hobos. Hop on that train and we'll see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan. And I've been Katie. Take care. Bye.